0: Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of the Total Athlete Podcast, uh, brought to you by Waddable. I'm Jay Bright, and with me yet again is Tom Partland. Woo! Uh, we're going to be talking recovery today. It's a, a much underutilised trail of thought. Uh, everyone kind of practically thinks training, training, training. A bit of sleep will do, now I can train next day. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many, <clears throat> so much other parts to... So many aspects to yeah, it. Yeah, completely. Lifestyle factors being one of them. Um, stress nutrition sleep even active recovery so doing even more exercise but a low intensity um, will help aid recovery so as a as a coach what would you say are the the top things we need to be thinking about
1: well you kind of covered them there really Um, uh, i would divide it into sort of four four simple aspects of lifestyle and stress being one um, training so uh you said about active recovery there is sort of lighter methods of training and what we're doing in the training can be used to help us to recover um mobility and injuries uh so sort of like and movement I would put in that so mm-hmm. how someone moves and using movement training and mobility to help us recover um and the big one sleep um Nutrition as well is huge, um, but I think we're going to talk about that in a separate podcast. Cause yeah, that's I think a...
0: next in the next episode we're going to be uh, touching
1: on nutrition a bit more because that's a massively deep rabbit hole to go down, and actually is you know it's huge a huge industry in itself, nutrition, nutrition cultures, all that sort of stuff. Um, so
0: I don't know how how do you want to do this? Should we <clears throat> break think, down each yeah, so, aspect that I've mentioned there? So let's talk the um, the basic that sleep sleep yeah sleep is a huge part to recovery The more. The more sleep you get, the more you're going to recover. That's the stage at which your body uh, repairs itself. Yeah. Um, tell you what, as someone who trains
1: themselves and um, wants to compete, let's talk about your sleep. Let's use you as a guinea pig. Okay, um, cool. So let me ask you questions and um, we can go from there and then we can maybe like,
0: analyse it, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. So how would you rate your sleep generally? I'd say a solid 8 out of 10 Yeah. Uh, at the moment. Uh, 8 hours sleep is a general... Yeah. Um, working for myself, it it kind of helps. Yeah. Sleep wise, so I can say right, okay, I haven't had my eight hours sleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, stay in bed a little bit longer. Try and well, not that won't be in uh, the forefront of my mind, but I'll just kind of think right, the time is now. What time am I going to get up? Just so I know that I've recovered well enough to yeah. to do the next day's training. Yeah. But given that being your own boss is is hard because you've got all the stresses that come with it. So in terms of your sleep, um,
1: you, you say you get eight hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Um, how, how long are you spending in bed? So roughly, on an average night, obviously there's going to be differences, but on, on, average, on an
0: average night, what time do you go to bed? Average night, probably, I'd say there is no average at the moment, mm-hmm. um, just because of sheer workload. Mm. We've got... New products coming out at the moment. It's just dealing with that, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'd say as a general rule of thumb, I'd like to be in bed by ten thirty. Yeah. Um, whether I actually go to sleep before half eleven is a is a completely different story. So,
1: what's your routine before you go to bed? So, um, let's say you're going to bed at half ten. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing in the hour before that? Without being too private. <laughs>
0: It depends who I'm with. <laughs> if I'm on my own, yeah. Um, then to be honest, I'll be working right yeah. up until I go to sleep. Cool. Some kind of work, whether it's re- product research, um, whatever. But I'll be on my laptop or on my phone. Will be scheduling stuff. So it's it right up until I go to sleep. I get no real downtime beforehand. Yeah. I used to do Ronwood before I go to sleep. That wind me down. Um. But it's just fitting it in yeah. at the moment. So then you're into you're into bed and um,
1: tell me about your room. Like, do you have normal curtains? Do you have blackout bl- blackout. So I haven't got
0: blackout out blinds completely. Mm-hmm. There is a sm- there's small fragments of light, mm-hmm. but I don't generally have a problem getting straight to sleep. Okay. Um, and
1: then when you're asleep, uh, and also sort of like, is there any background noise in your room? No, no, you don't nothing. have any telly on or anything like no, that. No, nothing. And then, when you're asleep,
0: how long are you sleeping for before you do you
1: wake up in the night do you, are
0: you if restless? I'm at home, I won't wake yeah uh if I'm at my girlfriend's, I don't know why it's very strange, but I'll wake halfway through the night, mm-hmm. I'll go to the toilet, yeah, relieve my old bladder, yeah. Uh, restless. yeah, 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 I'd say a bit more, probably because I'm not used to the surroundings as much yeah um she's got dogs which generally sleep in the room, yeah. which is it annoys me a bit, but grow to love them, so you just uh just have to deal with it and then um what sort of time are you waking up and how do you feel when you wake up so work dependent if we've got like a monday for mm. instance is our busiest day um so we have to get all our orders out for the, from the weekend so generally i'll be up at six mm. um out the door and how does that feel when you wake up at six like when i say that i want to in- be in bed longer put yeah. it that way Especially in the cold months.
1: Do you really, really struggle though? Like, are you really sleepy and struggling to get going? Or is so, it a case of no one likes getting up?
0: Like, yeah, no one likes getting up. But um, it, it depends really. Sometimes I struggle. But I have got alarms on my phone that go off every 15 minutes. Yeah, to make sure you're So right. if I know that I'm getting up, at, I need to be up at 6. Yep. About quarter past 5, my first alarm will go off. Yeah. So... Okay, I might be asleep for those next forty-five minutes. Once, so the first alarm will go off. I'll turn it off, go back to sleep. Then the next one, then the next one before I get up. So that knocks forty-five minutes off my sleep. If you think about it. Yeah. Um, So, go on. So,
1: looking at your sleep overall, um, it's first thing is it's good that when you're on your own, you're sleeping all the way through the night. Um, So you're, because that's something a lot of people say. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm in bed for like nine, ten hours, but actually they're getting like four or five hours of quality Mm -hmm. sleep, and it's that quality of sleep that's really, really important. Yeah. Um, So like REM sleep, out of that, how much would you say I'm I'm getting? That's hard to say, but um, because I mean, you want to be in and out of REM. and so REM is rapid eye movement. Um, But one of the most important things is that we're in bed between 10 and two, that's where most of the body's recuperation um, sort of takes place, our circadian rhythms, so like our natural rhythms, which uh, run in sort of line with how the sun rises and falls, Mm -hmm. um, mean that between 10 and two is our our best period for recovery and regeneration, in terms of hormonal and um, sort of like muscle growth and repair. So I think a lot of people uh, sort of see that six to eight hours, sort of getting six to eight hours of sleep is like the 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 key, um, but they're going to bed at midnight and sleeping till eight and thinking, yeah. yeah, 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 that's fine. It's not ideal. We really want to be trying to get into bed before 10 o'clock and be going to sleep at around 10 o'clock. But the reality is that that is hard for most people, including mm-hmm. myself. I always struggle with that, um, especially if I've worked sort of late in the evening. So we want to be trying to get into bed at a decent hour. That hour before bed for yourself, as like someone who's self-employed and you've got a relatively young business that you're trying to push hard, um, obviously lifestyle factors sometimes for you get in the way of that because you're working late at night. You Stress factors, definitely. And so yeah, and so what you're doing before bed is actually quite stressful. You're yeah. thinking about, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I've got to do this. And then you're thinking, oh, I've got to do this tomorrow and I've got these orders to go out tomorrow. And have I done this? And, and so that's not a restful state at all. So what you want to be thinking about is trying to as much as possible mitigate that um by doing those sorts of things earlier in the day if you can easier said than done yeah, yeah. um and because you've got other lifestyle pressures that come with that you you know you've got a family you've got training. a girlfriend you've got training that you have to fit into the day food intake yeah i've got the food prep yeah and actually? everyone's in that in that
0: boat really yeah yeah uh, there's so many people uh, in that boat especially as recently i've upped my food intake yeah considerably yeah and i'm constantly now thinking right now before i go to sleep i need my 135 grams of carbs i need Mm. and so that's
1: another stressor yeah completely and so trying to mitigate that as much as possible one of the things i get people to do sometimes is to it sounds a bit namby-pamby but um keep a a journal Mm -hmm. and before they go to bed um they'll write in the journal uh what they've got to do tomorrow a to-do list and that just clears the brain yeah what they've achieved today what's frustrated them today and so you ba- it's basically like getting everything off your chest before you go to bed it's a bit of like personal well, you say,
0: therapy you can start seeing patterns you do that you say it's all manby pamby but it depends if you're taking being an athlete seriously yeah percent. if you really want to get that extra mile or just it's it's all about seconds isn't it in our game yeah. you could just be a second ahead of someone yep. let's get that extra second ahead You've got to look at your lifestyle. You've got to look back, say, right, hold on. So there's a problem here. How can I advance on that? And so I
1: think something like that is a really uh, good thing to do because it can help clear your mind before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Other things, uh, a lot of people know about this, but avoiding blue lights before uh, going to sleep. So I actively
0: think of that now. And I know I put it on night mode, my iPhone. Obviously, it's not ideal either way, but it's better than nothing. Because I
1: think for a lot of people, they might not understand why you actually have to do that. but um, It's the blue light. well, it's (laughs) it's, it's the light coming from your phone, your television, your laptop is actually signalling to your brain that it's the middle of the day and you need to stay awake. Mm -hmm. And so it suppresses the release of uh, serotonin and melatonin, which are the chemicals that help us sleep. And so if you're watching telly an hour before bed, your brain's thinking, oh, it's middle of the day, I'm going to stay awake. Um, And so we're very unaware of that because we've grown up watching telly or being on the laptop or on the phone in the evening. We're that of that um, generation. Um, But that's definitely something to consider. Um, I asked about like blinds in your room and stuff and um, having a pair a set of curtains or blinds is all well and good but um something i've been working on recently and i, I need to get blinds for my rooms because actually the um the light coming in actually it affects your skin in terms of your skin has a sense uh your skin senses when it's light yeah and that sends the same signals to your brain as your eyes seeing a light um and so very well, because I wear a sleep mask, and it really does help me a lot, but it's still you, not ideal. Are
0: you used to it straight away, or does it take a while to get used to? To having a sleep mask, yeah. I've yeah. contemplated it, but I just I feel... It took me a while to get used number to. Number one, I feel a bit strange, going, yeah, like a it grown a man weird. going to sleep with a <laughs> yeah,
1: mask on. I know. Earplugs? Yeah, yeah. Because I am definitely a light sleeper, just I think from years of doing shift work, and I'll wake up at like the slightest sound, mm. and so um, if my housemate is getting up early, I mean, He's not the quietest, but if my (laughs) house is a (laughs) statement of the year, (laughs) but I'll I'll hear it, and but even if there's like something outside, like on a Friday or Saturday night, and I hear something, I'll be like wide awake, and once I'm awake, I struggle to get back to sleep. Um, So, I think those are some good things to talk about uh, with sleep and um, just trying to get to bed between uh, sort of like. Ten and half ten, like really making that effort to be in bed before then, uh, is quite
0: important. The other thing regarding sleep is, I've heard for every hour that you train, should you add on another hour of sleep? Is that a benefit for recovery? I think,
1: I think I'll sit on the fence here and give you a a, a grey answer. Yeah. Um, I think the higher level of the athlete, the more important it is. Yeah. But actually, it's. Is so important to everyday people, I'm so low that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but like, I think for me, owning a gym, I get to see high level athletes and people who are just trying to lose a bit of weight and actually sleep so important as important for them as mm-hmm. it is for a high level athlete. Yeah, um, the high level athlete might be looking for that extra one kilo on their clean or whatever it is, or that extra three seconds off their fran time, but the person looking to lose those three pounds of body fat or to take themselves. Um, out of sickness into wellness sleep is as important yeah. so i think it's really important to emphasize that that it's not um just uh just for the athletes the sleep um, so if you're listening to this and you're not an elite athlete or you're not trying to be an elite athlete sleep is still just as important mm-hmm. and i think our lifestyle which we're going to talk about in a second our lifestyle factors of sort of like going out at the weekend and drinking and stuff like that and then staying up late in the week because you know, we haven't spent much time with our loved ones, or, or whatever it is, or we maybe work late. They all stack up to sort of the the general ill health that we see pre- prevalent in yeah. today's society. So let's
0: talk lifestyle. So in your general gym atmosphere, you've got the mothers, the fathers, mm-hmm. they've got kids. Uh, you've got the shift workers. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? You've got people who generally don't. Eat that healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we're not touching on nutrition that much today. We're going to do it in another episode. But these are all factors that are general lifestyle factors. Yeah, yeah, that are all all
1: part of recovery. I think a lot of people underestimate how important stress is. Um, And I'm I'm not a scientist, but um, the basics of stress are that when we're stressed, it's the the body releases cortisol, and that's our fight or flight. Uh, hormone, yeah. So when you
0: puts you in sp- attack mode,
1: yeah, or or runaway mode, yeah. And so, for example, example with you, um, someone follows you down a dark alley on a Friday night and they pull a knife on you, happens,
0: yeah, quite often. Well, you do well, live, I did live in, in yeah. end, so <laughs> I know you um, live in Forest Gate, which is yeah, pretty exactly. much, yeah, that's bad.
1: Um, so your, your body releases cortisol and it gets you ready to fight for your life or to run away. And so you will block out the fact that you've got a blister on your foot or you've got a tear on your hand yeah. and you'll just go for it.
0: Yeah, you, it's, it's the key functions that get uh, elevated.
1: Yes. So all the but, minor... What also happens is that you, on a Monday morning, you wake up and you realise you've not sent out an order on Friday and you've got 10 complaints. Yeah. And maybe some of them are on Instagram and you're like, this is my livelihood and that is a massive stressor. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same thing happens in your body. doesn't
0: actually happen because we have a... Excellent uh, customer service. Or <laughs> well, that, and we've got people that distribute for us now, so that's fine.
1: Yeah. So Okay, so that won't happen. <laughs> so. But say you're driving to the gym and someone cuts you up crashes into your car exactly the same response um and so everyone has these stresses people mm-hmm. mess up at work they have divorces they get married they have funerals they have bereavements buying a house
0: all these sorts of things these but, add up to- but athletes don't have these stresses because all they do is train all day <laughs> all they think about they just train well, they that's, eat that's and not they sleep. sleep that's
1: not true um and so i think People need to accept that life is full of stresses and training is a stressor as well. Yeah. Um, and so trying to reduce those stresses and deal with them actively is really, really important. So um, we can't just say, okay, well, I'm not going to train. I'm not going to have stress because mm-hmm. it's impossible. Yeah. We're human beings. You'll,
0: you'll get stress through other, other
1: you have, avenues. Well, you have stress like you know, you're going to have a row with the missus or yeah. you, you're going to fall out with your mates or whatever it is. Um, you know, you're going to get that bill that you forgot about. Um, And so actively recovering from those stresses is really important. So how can we do that? Um, Low-level aerobic work, really easy aerobic work. You want to take yourself out of that fight or flight um, and sort of doing like a 30 to 60-minute air bike at a very easy pace where you can still hold a conversation. Or something... um, sort of like or mobility. Yeah, mobility mobility, mobility work. works. I so like romowood yeah. can be a really good thing to do. Uh, just some active stretching it actually sort of like calms people down. Like you said before you used to do romowood before bed and it got yeah. you into a good frame yeah, of mind sleep. Yeah.
0: Did. It's the only thing with uh, I'd say about romowood or anything like that is again you don't put it that high up on your to-do list. No, it's like
1: a it's if I have time. Yeah. And that's what I mean about making a de-stressing a priority. Things like walking All right. it mm-hmm. sounds really like almost like a waste of time how am I going to get fitter from walking well it's not about getting fitter it's actually about like calming yourself down and recovering from yeah. those stressors that you're applying to yourself every day
0: you could also kind of kill two birds with one stone with that so you want to spend have a bit of family time yeah Okay. exactly you want yeah. to recover okay yeah. let's do it together let's go for a walk 100%. so you and I are going for a nice long walk later up to a, a it, local castle yeah so that's, it's that's, going to be very cute but it's, yeah it's going to be romantic
1: um and I think people people definitely forget about that sort of stuff. And they're like, nah, I'd rather just sit and watch Netflix. Yeah, That isn't necessarily like recovery. Um, but sort of just taking some time out of... Especially bed. just before bed. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, and so, uh, I've lost my train of thought. Um, what, I was going to talk about one more thing. Meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Headspace app. Just using that to sort of get some mindfulness. And um, that's another way that I would sort of like use as sort of like a de-stressor and all i'm trying to say from this is that you need to actively recover Mm -hmm. not just not train and not be at work that's not recovering you need to like actively like do some stretching do some light aerobic work do some mobility your body will
0: feel so much better for it as well and your mind I, i went to yoga this morning yeah hour and a quarter's worth and afterwards, not only was I drenched because it was hot yoga, <laughs> excuse me, but um yeah, afterwards, I did feel fantastic yeah and yeah. do you know for some people that might not work, but mm. for you, it's worked, so stick with it if anyone knows me or did know me they'd know I'm not really a kind of i'm a i'm a man's man, and yoga the man's idea of man, <laughs> the man. idea of oh, yoga man. is not um i don't know in it's, my world like it's not very alpha is it
1: no it's not it's not, and we live in a society where more and harder all the time is better. Yeah, you know you've got to be at work for like twelve to sixteen hours a day. Mate, a you minute. listen
0: to Gary Vee. Do you yeah, ever listen to Gary Vee? And he's, I, I like his, I yeah. do like his trailer thought on everything. But he he's like the kind of guy who says right. Well, just all you got to do for the next ten years. He's is Work sixteen hours a day. Yeah, sleep four hours. Yeah, who cares? Just get it time. done. You can sleep after.
1: And uh, in the old bill, one of the sayings used to be, "You can't spend sleep." Well, no, you can't, but you're going to die you're 10 years shit younger. the next day. Yeah. yeah. And it has a massive,
0: massive effect on people.
1: Um, Especially with
0: the old bill, because you don't sleep, you wake up in the morning, you feel grumpy, you take mm. it out on someone, you beat them.
1: <laughs> I think, uh, oh, no comment. Uh, I think, like, and looking at general members of a gym, uh, these. These factors are as important again as they are for athletes. Yeah. Um, really, really important. Um, so dealing with lifestyle stressors, um, as well as dealing with sleep, massively important. Uh, we kind of actually, I mentioned like training. I think like we've talked about active recovery. Yeah. Active recovery has to be active recovery. Moving. Uh, just move and get a bit sweaty and you out. Stop. he seize. Doing Fran is an active recovery. Or mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Like. Yeah. Um, doing... oh, you
0: could do it aerobically.
1: I would still stay doing. Doing (laughs) Fran is not active recovery. Um, You know, you need to think about if your shoulders are doing. If you're doing sort of 150 chest bars one day, doing pull ups is not going to be active recovery the next day. Okay, Um, so we're thinking more like cyclical aerobic work. So on the assault bike, maybe walking on the rower, maybe on a ski erg if you've got one, or on a true form like something nice and easy. Uh, at a pace where you can easily maintain that. So I'm talking about like you sitting on a salt bike mm-hmm. and you can easily hold a conversation with me. Yeah. And you could go for two or three hours if you had to. Yeah. 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 With with ease. Um,
0: Were you going at 50, 50% kind of heart rate? Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah, 50% to 60%. Yeah. Um, it will differ from person to person. And again, you've also got to take into account the person. I'm not going to get someone who's like six stone overweight to go for a jog as active recovery because that isn't active recovery for them. Oh,
0: especially for their knees. It,
1: exactly. The load going through their joints, they're probably not used to it. They're going to end up getting injured. Yeah. Um. And, But if I've got an elite athlete who uh, maybe has been to regionals or something like that, then they can use a bit of running, um, a bit of uh, rowing, air bike, and they will know how to pace it if you tell them, and they understand, they will know how to pace it at an easy pace, or they mm-hmm. should do. Yeah. Um, and so that's really, really important because it gets, it promotes blood flow. Uh, it's going to help you in terms of increasing your aerobic base. So it's got a benefit in terms of training. Um, <clears throat> how about
0: anti-inflammatory foods and supplementation? I know it's this is diet and nutrition again, mm. but do we, do we, we don't obviously revolve things around this because it's supplementation. Mm. But do we add add things in? Yeah, I think um,
1: we'll go into more detail about the nutritional side of it, but the the classic like eat well, like yeah. eat healthy foods. You know, if you're having a McDonald's every day after draining, um, or you're having a cheat meal every single day, your inflammation's going to go up. Uh, your recovery is going to be poorer. The quality of the proteins, the fats, and the carbohydrates you're getting that from that are going to be much much. Oh, and your
0: foods will keep you awake. Yeah. So your sleep will. It will be. Uh interrupted. Yeah.
1: It's it will affect it will affect, everyth- it will affect yeah. everything. Um it, uh, and so yeah, you just got to be smart and eat cleaner. Yeah. Um especially if you're trying to lose someone who's trying to lose weight. Like it's just it's just obvious. Just like keep it simple because a lot of people try and overcomplicate things like yeah, take fish oils, um, you know, vitamin D, vitamin C, all of the standard sort of stuff are going to help you in terms of your recovery. Um so there
0: are a small percentage to a bigger uh, a wider percentage that you need to be yeah. hitting. So yeah,
1: so I, I don't want you going and spending hundred quid on supplements if you're if you're sleeping three or four hours a night. Yeah, like, yeah. and then and you can't
0: understand. Up. Well, I've got all these supplements. Yeah, the, Why are they not working? The supplements
1: are that like five percent. Yeah, the sleep is that fifty yeah. percent. Um, you know, if you're training hard, that's awesome. Get your sleep sorted. Get your nutrition sorted. Look at your lifestyle factors that you can alter because we can't change the fact we're going to have stress every day. Um, and then let's start looking at like the the icing on the cake, which is going to be those nutritional supplements. Um, so yeah, people get it all the wrong, wrong way around. They start CrossFit. They're on to this awesome individualized program, which is cool. And then they want to be taking all of the supplements. must be working because
0: I've got DOMS. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're not sleeping enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think... Um, well, okay, lastly, let's just finish off on we're we're in open season, mm. Yes. so what can, we do what can we do to recover between week-to-week workouts?
1: Okay, so the open workouts in themselves are extremely stressful to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, most people are going to suffer from some sort of uh, delayed onset of muscle soreness. Yep. Um, stress. It's going to be stressful mentally, for, especially for people who are like, really putting a lot into it. Um, and I think that is... Uh, hugely important to take into account because especially for us in the UK or and Europe where the workout's released overnight, I guarantee that 80% of athletes and coaches are going to be waking up in the middle of the night and looking check at their in. phones, checking, in, then they're not going to sleep very well. So on that Friday morning, you're going to wake up and you're going to probably feel like crap. You're going to have those nerves in your tummy. That's that fight or flight response kicking yep. in. Um, and then you're going to hit the workout. You go hard. You feel like a piece of crap afterwards. Um I think straight after the workout, it's really important that we're on top of our nutrition. Um, so we get our post-workout shake, whatever your your personal prescription is for that, get that in whilst doing some light aerobic work. Um, so let's say we've done um, sixteen five, uh, and uh, we finished. We rest five minutes. That sort of disgusting feeling of Fran lung has disappeared yeah. a little bit. Uh, what I'm going to give to my athletes, depending on the level, is twenty to forty minutes of recovery work. And so that's going to so cons- rower. Are- yeah. Air dying assault sick, bike. Something sick cool where there's a low level of eccentric contractions. Mm-hmm. So the assault No bark stress of the on rider. the joints. Yeah, the assault bike on the row are gonna be ideal there. And you're gonna sit on it um and you're gonna go just go really, really easy. Just warm down. Just a lot like of people just don't warm pumping down. around the muscles again. You're just gonna flush that lactic out, you're gonna get rid of the waste products, it's gonna calm you down, gonna calm your body down, bring the heart rate down, and it's gonna help you in terms of it's gonna kick start that recovery. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And for someone who's maybe a little bit more advanced, we might put some other stuff in there, like maybe some air squats and lunges just to to keep them moving. Um, And maybe for a regionals athlete, we're going to have them training again in the afternoon, potentially, depending on how the workout's gone, injuries, that sort of thing. Um, So they need to get that recovery started so they can train again. For those who maybe aren't at that level, they're not going to be training again, but the rest of the day is going to be focused around getting their nutrition right, keeping moving. Um, And then over the weekend, you need to be making sure you're getting quality sleep, in terms of and all of the other sort of like physical recovery stuff that we've already talked about, in terms of mental recovery, trying not to get sucked into the leaderboard. Trying not to be constantly watching like technique.
0: Are you work. the Are you the top ten percent? If you're not, you don't need to be constantly refreshing that leaderboard. Oh,
1: well, mate! Even the top ten percent, like it, it's really, really important that we get a break mentally from that constant. Barrage of the open and CrossFit mm-hmm. and regionals because you're going to burn out by the end of five weeks, yeah. um, and so finding a way and this is going to be very personal. Finding a way to deal with that stress is going to be really, really important. So whether that's reading, whether mm-hmm. it's going for a wh- wh- <laughs> men or <All> men, <laughs> um, inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, doing something that isn't going to stress you out, that is separate to CrossFit and to the sport of fitness. Not women. So <laughs> spending time with your family, whatever it is, just something where you can forget about 17.1 and where you are and that yeah. that last thruster or whatever it is. Um, I think that's really, really important for people to try and do. That's hard. Yeah, It is hard for people to do, to switch off, uh, especially if they're like a bubble athlete who's potentially going to go to regionals but isn't quite there or... I don't know, you've got a little niggly injury. Am I going to be able to redo it again? It's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just focusing on that week to week. Um, And then, um, obviously, Monday, the workouts are submitted. And by Tuesday morning, you're going to know where you sit on that leaderboard. Forget, Forget it. Yeah. Like, it's done now. You can't change your scores. No point in beating yourself the up. You have a lot of it.
0: people that will redo these workouts as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're redoing the workout, it's even more important to get that recovery on point, uh, nutrition, and uh, sort of physical recovery. Um, I think, in terms of accepting where you are and accepting what's happened, is massively important. If you've done really well in a workout, cool. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you move to do on. the next workout. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Start think focusing about the on the next that. one. If you've done really badly in a workout or not quite as well as you wanted, wanted, again, time to move on. Focus on the next workout. What can you control? What can you control? Well, you can control the next workout in terms of what you do to prepare for it. This is
0: exactly what we're talking about: is recovery. You can control the recovery uh, before your next workout. Yeah. So stressing about last week is going to do you no
1: good for next week. Yeah. So I think a lot of people sort of forget about that, and that's really important to think about.
0: So yeah. Okay, I think that's pretty much recovery covered. Um, recovery recovered or covered re- re- cover- covered <laughs> but uh, yeah so episode two I think that is a wrap yeah, uh, check us out for the next episode we will be talking nutrition Woo! see you later